Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WNNS. At a neighborhood party. Yeah, not at my house, over at my friend Tasha's house. So no pressure. (laughs) Exactly. I was good to go. Let me say that um, if you don't have a neighborhood like... Sarah Smurz's neighborhood. It's unfortunate. I don't. They all get together and they like each other and support each other and they like have fun together. It's a really cool deal. The kids play together. The it's kids a play cute together. Thing. Yeah. I mean, I've been a, a party to it once and I was very jealous indeed. Oh. So, um, yeah, let's live vicariously through this one. Okay. How did it go? So, it went really well. Everybody made some really good stuff except for me. <laughs> what did you make? My friend Jeff, one of my neighbors, Jeff, is like, you're Cookies are amazing, Sarah. They're so chewy and delicious. And in my mind, I'm like, they're Pillsbury. But they're chips ahoy. They're definitely. Did you not tell him? You just let him believe that well, you made these cookies? I was on the way out the door and he complimented me. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank Pillsbury. Oh, my gosh, Sarah. Yes. She is a liar through omission. She is. I am. I am. I can't help it. I love it. Like, I'll just let them believe I'm the best well, that's baker like, in the you know, world. I went to Columbia College in Chicago, and I always just tell people I went to Columbia, and they're like, oh, my God. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> that's right, Columbia. Columbia. <laughs> College Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> So we all do it. I just admit it. (laughs) And some of us don't. Well, whatever. All right. So um, you made great cookies in his head. And (laughs) uh, what else did everybody bring? Like any other highlights that you remember were good? So, yeah, Jody made this cake. It was amazing. It was made out of uh, poppy seeds Mm. and. uh, Sounds healthy. Oh, my gosh. Vanilla pudding. Never mind. And raspberries. So good. Okay, cool. Jody. Tasha made chili. That was super good, too. Was it a sweet chili or a savory chili? It was a tangy chili. She put barbecue sauce in it, which I I never had it with barbecue sauce before. It was really good. Very good. Yes. And there were two charcuterie boards, which was crazy. Wild. So charcuterie for days. Charcuterie for days. Whatever. Living on the edge with the charcuterie. (laughs) You're so cute. And um, (laughs) what else? Anything else? Before we oh, move gosh. to meat of story. Meat of said story. No, just a lot of really good food, good times, good people. Um, we were in conversation yeah. with one of my neighbors. Okay. And good, you know, know this neighbor well. Yeah. This neighbor's awesome. This neighbor's great. Awesome. And we were talking just about ages and dating and whatever. And he's just like, oh, Brian, you're how old? And he's like 52. Oh, cool, cool. And Sarah, how old are you? I'm like, oh, I'm 38. Wait. So he's like... <laughs> Your your sugar daddy. Oh and I'm my like God. He's like, what? <laughs> what a quasi offensive thing to say to somebody. Quasi offensive. You know, I mean it's it seem seemingly he was just having a good time, but yeah, I wouldn't I probably wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, whatever. I'm not judging. You know, I was whatever. a little taken aback. It's like, well, I do wake up at four thirty in the morning and go to my job. Go to my which job I work every day and have and money to do with what I please. To do things, but you know, oh that works too. That's fine. That's a great stereotype. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> next next neighborhood party at your place. Who's not invited? That guy. <laughs> it's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah, Rocky and Sarah. on 98.7 WNNS. Why are you guys so sweaty? All right, we've already figured out how to do this. The beds match up perfectly. And here's the thing. It'll give us so much extra space in our room to do activities. Please say yes. You don't need permission from us to build bunk beds. You're adults. 
Green with Rocky and Sarah. New merch alert. New merch alert. Oh, look at you. Yeah, just check out the video on our Facebook.com slash 987WNNS and you can see my new shirt with my new hat. Um, just don't wash it ever. Right. Because then it will just fall apart and it's not merch anymore. But right now it looks amazing. Amazing. Welcome to Mental Health Monday here at 98.7 uh, WNNS. You know, it's a good time to kind of um, do a head check just to kind of check in with yourself. We check in with each other. One thing that uh, I've kind of been attuned to in the mental health world is phones and social medias and screen times. Yes. All of that stuff. Um, You know, scientists, I was just watching this thing, showed a picture of what they thought we were going to look like in 2050. And everybody was like hunched over. They had like their elongated neck. Everybody was pale. Everybody was like going blind because they see like nothing but blue light. And it seemed like a pretty terrible thing. Two hours, 12 minutes. Mm. That makes me feel terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is four hours and 50 minutes. Whoa. Four hours and 50 minutes. So, you know, let's say on an average each day, I'm awake 15 hours. That means a third of my day I am looking at my phone. What are you looking at while you're on your phone? What do you look at when you're on your phone? Everything. Exactly. I look at uh, comedians. I look at stuff on my feed. I go down rabbit holes. I'm gassy. Excuse me. It happens. Um, but yeah, it's just I could I could yeah an hour could pass and I'm on my phone and I'm like whoa. What just happened? What just happened? I blacked out. I do that a lot during Mario Run. That is my go-to game when I need to chill out and zone out and just relax and decompress. I play Mario Run. Well, so that's kind of a double-edged sword then, what you're saying, because I feel like for my anxiety, sometimes the world gets a little crazy, you know? And so I like to escape that craziness with time on my phone. So I'm kind of doing it for my anxiety, but then at the same time, it's not good for my anxiety in a, in a bigger picture in the long run. Well, you what know? do we do? I don't know what we do. Uh, I know that I'm going to try to do little things here and there with my phone to try and make myself better, you know, to try and lower my screen time um, just in like little increments. For example, we went to La Peep over the weekend. I love you, La Peep. Like a great deep love. I love you. And uh, we got really good food, and she went to the bathroom. And when she went to the bathroom, I instantly, instinctively, like a reflex, went to go get my phone. Yeah, of course. And I stopped, and I was like, wait a second. Let me just sit here in my space, just kind of looking at other people and uh, be okay with not looking at my phone. And that's what I did. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. I would like to be remembered as somebody who uh, lived well, loved well, was a seeker. And his paramount thing is that he wants to help people. That's, That's what I want. 
WNNS, a morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Big loss over the weekend. Yeah, that was absolutely unexpected. Were you a big Friends fan? I wasn't a huge Friends fan, no, but I did think that Chandler being Matthew Perry was very uh, charismatic and did a great job in that role. I I thought he was the funniest of all of them. Um, Yes, well, Friends star, it is true, Matthew Perry is dead at the age of 54 after apparently drowning. Uh, The actor who played Chandler Bing in the sitcom was found unresponsive in a hot tub. Uh, There were no signs of foul play and no illegal drugs were found, although prescription drugs found in Perry's home were uh, there. Um, You know, we don't know the details on that. Sure. On Sunday, the coroner's office updated its case online, saying that the cause of death has been deferred. Now, what that means is typically um, an autopsy has been completed, uh, but the examiner needs more time and additional investigation into the death. Okay. Um, Hmm. Now, this is Matthew Perry just kind of talking about... um, you know, after Friends closed, just kind of how uh, affected he was and how much he missed his uh, co-stars. It's really heartfelt stuff. The best way that I can describe it is after the show was over at a party or any, any kind of social gathering, if one of us bumped into each other, that was it. That was the end of the night. You just sat with that sat yeah. with the person mm-hmm. all night long. I remember, yeah. And that was it. You apologized to the people you were with, but they had to understand you had met somebody special to you and you were going to talk to that person for the rest of the night. <laughs> and that's the way... I'm not it, laughing, I'm crying. This is so true. That's the way it worked. Mm-hmm. It's certainly the way it works with all of us. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to cry now. <laughs> That's what a tight group, you know, such a tight knit group. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Perry was born in Massachusetts, but raised in Canada, where his mother, Suzanne Morrison, served as press secretary to Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau. Yes. Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Well, listen to this next part. It gets even better. In fact, Perry attended school <laughs> with Justin Trudeau, the current prime minister and the son of Pierre. <laughs> There's this story that uh, he, uh, Matthew Perry, beat up Justin Trudeau out on <gasps> the uh, playground. No. And he, uh, Justin Trudeau, when Matthew Perry passed away, put up on X or Twitter or Facebook, whatever it was, he said, so sad to hear this. Uh, we'll have many memories of him on the, in the schoolyard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Perry's father was actor John Bennett Perry and his stepfather was Keith Morrison of Dateline. Forgot your deodorant? That's okay. No! God, please, no! No! Sometimes we stick in the morning, too. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. In a case like this, nobody just walks into your office and tells you who the killer is. It just doesn't happen that way. Sometimes truth defies reason, Agent Dole. Make that movie. Frailty. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) Of course. It's 98.7 WNNS, the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. 
Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it is Halloween time, and uh, we hope you're doing all the spooky things, watching all the spooky things. Uh, you can check out a couple of uh, my reviews we've done on our website, WNNS.com, and the content gallery, where uh, I think I do um, Talk to Me, No One Will Save You, and Barbarian. Those three movies, I like two of them, despised one. So go check those out, Ew. and you might be able to find something you like. Very good. Either way, I wanted to talk about Terror on the square Yeah, you went. I did go. And so it's funny, you know, my wife and I have known each other for 11 years. We have been married for 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, five years. I had to use my fingers. Yeah, very good. And, um, you know, I... The, you think you experience everything together at that point, but uh, we had never, we thought, found, been to a haunted house together. And so we got tickets to go to Terror on the Square. And we, as we were driving there, you know, it's in Petersburg, so it's about a half hour away from where we live. And uh, we were driving and we kind of realized that we had never done this before together. And so I was like, well, what, how do you react in, uh, in haunted houses? And she was like, I just try and like, you know, I get scared if I get scared, but otherwise I just kind of get really quiet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, okay. And she's like, what do you do? And I was like, well, I mean, being me, I'm the one who's like trying to yuck it up with the performers <laughs> and like that, but that's my like self-defense mechanism. You're like, right. cause I get scared. So I'm like, Hey, look at this guy. Hey, I don't want to <laughs> jam or something. I don't know. I just like <laughs> say stupid, awkward stuff to make it less scary. Make the scary guys right. giggle. And she was like, oh, you can't do that. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you can't do that. That's going to ruin it for me. And I was like, well, okay, what do you want me to do? And she was like, you know, if you're scared, get scared. But otherwise, you know, you know, just do, don't do anything like extra. And you're not performing. You're not one of the creatures. Are you like, sure? Yeah, I was yeah, exactly. Because like I would remember in Chicago, I would go through some of the haunted houses around town and I'd know the actors, you know, because they were Columbia Jeremy. majors. Yeah, seriously. And so like it was just I don't know. It like ruined the whole thing for me. So uh, we go up there, we go in, we kind of figure out, I was like, well, I'll just do nothing then and just be like stoic. And she's like, no, you have to be scared. And I was like, okay, well, what do you want me to do here? What do you want from me? So we go through, it was super fun. She was a champ. I was like, I thought that she was going to be like holding onto my arm the whole time. Yeah. She was a champ. She was just like walking into rooms and like busting through curtains into the oh, next no. room, going first and all this stuff. I was really proud of her. And they do these voices and like it's <laughs> it's just so great. It was scary though. It was great for kids, uh, great for adults. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. You didn't make it to the movies, did you? I didn't make it to the movies. I made it to my couch. But to watch a movie. To watch a that movie. That is in theaters uh, subsequently, and I did too. Uh, welcome to the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. <laughs> it's 98.7 WNNS. Uh, however you made it, you made it. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering if you were going to follow through with, with watching Five Nights at Freddy's because... Um, 
You know, sometimes you tell me movies and, and you don't end up seeing them. But this one, I'm glad you did because Bennett liked it too, right? Bennett he, was super into it. He, he knew all about it. He said, okay, this part's going to happen and then this is how it ends. I'm like, how did he know? Me. Did he read about the movie? He or how played did he know the about game it? a bunch of times before and knew the storyline. Okay, so, so the storyline from the movie is basically the game. I think so, yeah. That's how he figured it all out. Okay, cool. Well, uh, either way, whether you went to the movies or watched from the comfort of your own home, uh, hopefully you saw something good over the weekend. This was uh, a fantastic movie, and our movie was number one. But let's start from the bottom and work our way up for uh, the box office over the weekend. The Creator, that's still up there. So I feel like I need to see that. A that's million dollars. A million dollars, and that's been in the top 10 for weeks now. Yeah. Uh, and it's about AI, which I uh, can't get enough of. You're super um, into. I'm super into Saw X, 1.68 million. That's a gory movie. We wanted to watch that last night, but it was $20. Ooh. So we were going to hold off on that. Yikes. See, $20, though, when you think about that versus the movies, you're still, if you're not getting like snacks and stuff, saving money. That's true. And gas money to drive there. And gas and... money and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a Nightmare Before Christmas. I went That, that must have opened in uh, theaters here and there. I don't know. In 1993. Well, they reopened it this weekend. Uh, huh. Two million it made. Wow. Yeah, I love that movie. It's a good one. It always creeped me out as a kid. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, Tim yeah. Burton. It was Tim Burton. He's, yeah, a, he's a creepy true. dude, but he makes great stuff. We have Freelance, number seven, 2.06 million. So everybody in the top 10 is over a million, which is a pretty good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. That's also been uh, doing really, really well over the weeks. It's been out 2.15 million. The Exorcist. Are you going to see this one? Absolutely not. The Believer. The Believer, <laughs> 3.1 million. We're definitely going to see it. Does uh, Brian have any care to see it or no? Is he you not know, he, I'm sure he would see. He's seen the original. Okay. Well, I've seen... Have you not seen the original? I've seen parts of the original. Okay, I, cool. Scary movies <laughs> freak me out. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. My sister Beth is like that with any kind of gore. Blood, whatever. Like Friday yeah. or uh, Five Nights at Freddy's would have been too much for her. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, after Death, which I don't know too much about. Number four, 5.06 million. Number three, Killers of the Flower Moon, Scorsese's big hit, nine million uh, over this last weekend. Now that's three and a half hours long. Ooh. My wife and I were looking at the longest movies ever made. Apparently, the longest movie ever made is eighty-five hours. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on ninety-eight-seven WNNS. Because you got to get the turkey just right. You Are you playing get the it cool potatoes. right now, or does it really stress you out? I mean. Yeah, it stresses me out. <laughs> okay, so what, like, honestly, what stresses you out the most? Is it having people, like, in the house while you're trying to cook and stuff? Or is just it just, like, having people in the house? Making sure everyone's happy and everyone's festive and they have what they need and they got food turned out well. Yeah. They're comfortable. That the food turned out okay, that the mashed potatoes aren't too lumpy, you know, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So you just want it to be perfect. Do you have nightmares about it? I don't have nightmares about it, but okay. I definitely stress about it up before. I have nightmare. You, that's how a lot of my stuff, like nightmare the night before something, uh-huh. I'll have a nightmare about it going either really, really well or terrible. <laughs> and usually it has no actual physical, um, uh, you know, 
ramifications in the real world. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, But three in four Americans are feeling stressed about receiving guests this year. I could see that. And I feel like this is just kind of like not, it's just common. You know what I mean? These are common feelings, totally natural feelings to feel. The poll of 2,000 adults reveals that while a majority, 59%, uh, small majority, enjoy hosting guests in their homes, many are still running into stressors like making sure everyone enjoys themselves. Yep. What food to serve. Uh, Thanksgiving, that's pretty easy. And uh, cleaning up in time for their arrival. Yes, I have to make sure everything's in place, everything's been dusted, everything's yeah. cleaned off. Yeah, I know. I'm, I am one of those two. That's me as well. My wife, not so much. She was like, the house needs to look lived in. She's not <laughs> Jewish or from New York. I don't know why that. But that's, <laughs> she, uh, or an old lady. She, uh, but she, yeah, she's like, the house needs to look like we're, we're living here. Things can be askew. And I'm like, Oh, no, 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 no. They must have a place. Yeah, they must have a place, and they must not be askew. You know what I mean? Uh, Many said that uh, they feel like they never have enough seating. That's a problem at my place. Oh, yeah. We've got a small rental, so it's not like we're getting many people there. Um, Space and food uh, for guests when they arrive. Now, uh, one in three almost never feel prepared to have people over. That's a a third of people never feel feel prepared to have a guest over? Really? At That's some a big point, number. At some point you get prepared, right? Because you, you acquire should. all the things that you need. That's all, maybe. I mean, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know. Truth be told, I don't know. Um, many have a wish list. Things that would make hosting less stressful for them, like a, a bigger budget, uh, a larger room, convenience, uh, food and drink options, and more chairs and seating. So basically just having more money. To have a bigger house and more things to do. And people to help you out. Exactly. And put more (laughs) things in the space. And yes. A majority, 71%, a big majority, said they need at least a day to prepare their homes to have people over. On average, they need three days. Three days to be ready for guests. Get out of town with the three days business. Only one in five scramble to clean within hours of their guest arrival. Oh, no way. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.